welcome to the Clergy Wellness Podcast. I'm Reverend Nicole Riley, a clergy coach who helps you do one of the most important jobs there is without losing yourself. This is season two, and this is a bonus episode called the Clergy Wellness Winter Giveaway. If you are a new listener, welcome. Uh, This is a little different of an episode. We're just going to give some information out. There won't be all the usual bells and whistles of an episode. Uh, You'll find that next week when we are back to normal. If you're a regular, we are glad you are here today. So let's go ahead and jump in. So this is the week between the wonderful time of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the New Year. I hope you are doing well and not too crazy. I always liked this week. It seemed to be one of those weeks where I could think a little more about things, do some planning for the next year, all those kinds of things. I am uh, dealing with a little bit of a cold. I got a respiratory infection, I guess, along with uh, 30% of everybody in uh, LA also has the same thing. So I hope my voice is not too scratchy for you. So uh, today's a bonus episode. It's something a little different. I'm just going to um, talk a little bit about this winter giveaway that we're going to do. And um, we won't have all the other pieces we normally have. We'll be back next week. But I want to start by just talking a little bit about um, me and what I do. So you may have listened to the podcast for a while, or you may be a brand new listener, but a little bit about my background to give you a sense of who I am. I moved from full-time local church ministry in June of 2022 after being diagnosed with uh, polycythemia vera in 2020. Uh, polycythemia vera is a chronic, rare blood cancer. And at the time I stepped away from local church, I was feeling pretty bad. I uh, was really, really tired. I was having a lot of just weird kind of symptoms, and I wasn't really sure um, what would be next for me. Now, I knew I wasn't going to retire because I have a lot of passion and a lot of excitement for Uh, the local church, and for what God does in the local church. And as I was transitioning out of the local church, I was thinking, how could I help? How can I still be part of um, what God is doing? What skills do I have in addition to uh, preaching each week and, and leading that I can still use? Now, I had been a coach, a clergy coach, since 2015, and that was because I had uh, an experience for five years. I was on the conference staff and I worked with churches that were doing new ministries and churches that were revitalizing. And I found it important to have a skill set around coaching. And then I worked for a bishop who was very focused on coaching and the importance of coaching for clergy. So I knew I would bring coaching with me to whatever was next for my ministry. And the other thing I brought with me was social media. I love social media. Um, To me, social media is evangelism for today's world. 
It is communications um, 101. And so I love that. And I had taken on doing the social media at the church that I was at when our social media manager uh, left and she uh, got a full-time job. So, you know, we tried to find someone and we couldn't, you know, it was uh, post-COVID. So it was really hard to find someone. So I ended up doing it and I really enjoyed it too. So, you know, I, it was good. So I decided uh, in July of 2022 that I would then start my own small business and that I would do some clergy coaching. I would coach some churches and that I would also do social media for churches. And so I decided I would do two days a week uh, social media and two days a week of um coaching for clergy and coaching for uh, churches. So it's been 18 months now, and things are going super well. It's been a good transition for me. It's been, you know, strange. (laughs) Any big change is strange, but it's been good. And I currently, and this is based on the Excel spreadsheet that I just put together uh, yesterday, I have 20 clergy that I coach, I have two churches that I coach, and I have six churches that I run social media for. So I'm busy, I'm happy, and honestly, I didn't know how it would go, right? I don't think any of us do when we start something brand new. Um, I didn't know how the money would be, I didn't know how the time would be, I didn't know if it was going to be too much, I didn't know if it was going to be too little. You know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know when you, you make a change. It's hard to know also when you're dealing with an illness and um, you just don't know. Or is this the beginning of things getting worse or is it going to be stable or, or how is it going to be? And I am so grateful um, that I am in a much better place than I expected I would be. Um, I have been very blessed to be on a drug uh, for the last 12 months that has brought me back to about 80% of my former energy and drive. I notice, you know, when when I do get sick, I'm sicker longer, it takes a little more time. Um, when I do extend myself, it, it can take a little more time. But I'm doing really well. I work full-time, and I love what I do. And so I was thinking, as I come to the end of this year, um, and I look about what's next, I was thinking, you know, what are the trends in the local churches? What are the things clergy are dealing with? And so I've been doing my my usual reading and study and looking at what's going on in the world. And uh, one of the things that keeps popping up in article after article is clergy need support. Clergy need encouragement. And they often have trouble finding that. And I thought, well, I can help with that. And so I looked at my calendar and I thought maybe I could do a winter giveaway. And it could be a winter giveaway related to some coaching for clergy. Now, I have done a giveaway before. This is um, not the same kind of giveaway. Uh, The giveaway I've done twice now is the Advent Clergy Wellness Basket. It's a little gift box with tea and chocolate and a couple fun things in it. And I draw the winner at the start of December and I mail it off. And this lets me encourage someone. It lets me um, celebrate someone's ministry. And it also helps me to get the word out about my services. 
You know, and that's because when I ask people to sign up for a giveaway, what they're doing is they're giving me their email address. And when they give me their email address, then once a month I I mail them my newsletter. You know, so if they need help with um, what's going on in the local church or they want to grow their church or they want help with social media, they know, you know, who they might contact. Now, I thought this... January, the way I could help is not to send you chocolate in the mail, although, you know, who doesn't want a box filled with chocolate coming to them? But I thought what I could do this year uh, for a giveaway is to do uh, three sessions of coaching. So just offer those to somebody who's in a situation or who needs support or who wants to work on their own goals or is going through transition, whatever it is. Now, I know there's lots of clergy who know what clergy coaching is. They understand what coaching is. But I know there's a lot of people who don't know, right? It's it's a new thing. It's a a new um, piece of what the world offers out there, right? You may have heard of life coaches and kind of, you know, rolled your eyes at it. I totally get that. But I wanted to share with you a little bit about what clergy coaching is. And my hope is that if you're kind of on the... um, the fence about signing up for the drawing, entering the drawing, that this will get you a little more interested and that you will sign up and you'll learn about how to sign up at the at the end of what I'll talk about. So just a little bit about coaching. Um, coaching in its purest form enables us to grow in the ways that we want to grow. It helps us to move in the direction we want to go. Now, of course, we can get there on our own, but coaching is what offers to us some shortcuts because someone is there with us on the journey and they're helping us along as we're dreaming, as we're thinking, as we're moving forward. They they kind of have been there and they help us to become aware of things and they, you know, shine that light on the path so we can get there a little more quickly. Coaching supports us in becoming who we want to be. It does that by helping us build awareness, helping us see our own thoughts, you know, where our roadblocks are, where we're stuck. Coaching is used for a variety of things. Sometimes people will come to coaching because they want to grow a skill. So coaching can be um, information as well as support. So sometimes people come because they want to grow in a skill area in their ministry. But it may just be that they're in a situation where they want to talk it through and grow in how they might handle that, think that through. Sometimes clergy come to coaching because they have a goal that they want to set. It might even be outside of ministry, but ministry keeps getting in the way. So they keep falling short on their own promises to themselves. Coaching is different from counseling. Counseling tends to focus on what happened in the past. Coaching tends to focus on where we're going. Coaching is also different than mentoring or or, uh, consulting. Um, My coaching skill set is pure coaching, but also I do some mentoring and consulting just because of my own experience and being in the local church for 30 years. So 
coaching is grounded in this basic idea that you have great wisdom and if I as your coach can get you to slow down and to listen and to respect that wisdom that you have, you do know what to do. You do know where to go. I think that's one of the things that's really great about coaching. It's not about fixing you or solving things. It's about helping you listen, helping you uh, know yourself more deeply. Now, for me, this really hooks up with our faith, and it hooks up with our understanding of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit is that power of God that lives in each of us, and coaching turns the light on that. And it says that even in the midst of everything that wants to squeeze this out, like our own fears and our own exhaustion and the rush of life and others' needs and our you know, desires to look successful to others, that there is that light of God in us. And that we can listen to it. We can fan that flame. Coaching helps us to do that by asking us questions, by helping us see connections, by reflecting back to us where we are, and helping us become aware of some of our own assumptions about ourselves and about life. So coaches hold space. You know, very few of us have a place we can go where we can share exactly what's going on with us, right? If you're talking with your girlfriends or your your guy friends or your mom or, you know, maybe you have a ministry partner, um, usually that's a give and take conversation, right? You share and they go, oh, that's so terrible. And then well, you should do this. You know, that back and forth nature of it. Coaching's different because a coach is going to listen to you. A coach is not going to jump in the pool with you and go, oh yeah, it's all terrible. A coach is going to help you get a hold of it in a way that lets you take life-giving steps, that helps you move things forward. Uh, it's really helpful to have someone who's going to focus on you, what you say. This holding space is what makes coaching difference from a, different from a lot of the other conversations that we have in ministry. So here's a couple things that I want to focus on that coaching uh, is used for in ministry. And some of these are uh, information rich, meaning someone might be giving you information, helping you see some things. Some of them are um, more just strictly coaching in listening and reflecting back. So the first is more information rich, and that is that Coaches really can help with skill gaps. In, in the local church today, we're expected to know about a billion things, right? Um, how to deal with aging buildings, how to uh, grow a church while also respecting the traditions of the existing congregation, uh, dealing with difficult people, raising funds, um, taking care of ourselves, growing new leaders, preaching excellent sermons, dealing with difficult personalities, all the things. And coaching can help us with a skill gap. We may see where we're at and where we need to go in order to move the ministry forward. Coaching helps. So let's suppose that you're moving from seminary to being an associate pastor. 
you would have a skill gap there. Or you're moving from being an associate pastor to being a solo pastor. You would have a skill gap there. Or you're moving from doing mostly new things, fresh expressions, and now you're moving into the local church in a traditional setting. You might have a skill gap there. Or you've never run a stewardship campaign. Or you've never dealt with you know, someone misbehaving badly and there being a big fallout. We all have skill gaps. Coaching can help with the skill gap. The second thing coaching can do is it can offer the support that we often need in ministry. Parish ministry can be lonely. Often we can feel the burden of it. And we don't want to dump those things on our family or our friends. And we may not be willing to call our supervisor. Um, we call them district superintendents because you know, they'll reflect back how we're doing to the wider table, and maybe we don't want that out there. We may have trouble. We may not know who to call. So coaching is confidential space. We can share what's going on. We can get a second pair of eyes on something. We can hear from someone who will deeply listen to us. Coaching has been a huge support in my ministry, Throughout the years, I've had coaches, gosh, for at least 10 years, and they've helped me do all kinds of things like how to be a mom in the midst of ministry, how to set boundaries and process guilt um, in the midst of ministry, how to listen to my body um, when it was reminding me I'm not a machine with unlimited energy. So that's the second thing it can do, I think. Coaching in the local church can really help us with being supported. And the third thing I want to lift up, and this may be a a little woo-woo, is that coaching is essential when we have a belief gap. Now, a belief gap is um, I have a gap between what I'd like to believe about myself or what I'd like to believe about my congregation or what I'd like to believe about the possibilities for ministry and where I actually am where I find myself on the average Monday or in that week between Christmas and New Year's. The gap we have, it could be short term. It might last just 30 minutes, but sometimes we find ourselves in a belief gap that lasts for days or weeks or even months. As pastors, we are called to be about our own personal development, and that is about growing our faith and trust. You know, I have found that I have needed to believe harder than anybody else in ministry. When I was leading a local church, I needed to believe. I had to believe God wasn't done with us yet. I had to believe that we could grow. I had to believe that the money would show up. I had to believe that things were difficult now, but that they would get better. And that coaching helps me with that belief. It reminds me of who's really in charge of all of this. And it helps me separate from my bad mood or my lack of sleep or my discouragement and and remind me who I am and why I do what I do. So those are probably three big things we deal with in coaching with clergy. There's other things like vocational discernment, um, organization. A lot of times clergy need help organizing their week better so they get more done and have more time for themselves. There's a lot of other topics out there, I think, as well, that we work on in coaching. Since coaching is really driven by the client, they get to bring what it is 
um, that they want to work on. Some want to work on growing the church. Some want to work on growing their skills in preaching. Some want to work on um, being a better leader in the local church. So that just gives you some general understanding about some of the things we work on in coaching. And let me just um, end with a couple quick things, uh, especially for those of you who don't have a lot of background with coaches. Um, Coaching isn't regulated. It's not like therapy or um, the medical field. Anybody can take an online $15 course and say they're a certified coach. So if you're going to work with a coach, you need to kind of know what their background is. So the gold standards, the ICF, the International Coaching Federation. Um, I think there's also other ways to get certified, different groups of folks. I have an addition, I'm an ICF coach, but I also have a coaching accreditation through the Life Coach School. You'll also get a sense of a coach by looking at their website, you know, looking at their Facebook page, looking at uh, what are the things that they're up to, what are the things they offer. Okay, so I hope this has intrigued you, given you a little background on coaching. Could you use some coaching? Are you curious about how it could support you in this new year? I encourage you to enter the drawing. Now, the drawing is really simple. Starting today, December 29th, You'll see on my social media, which is Nicole Riley Coaching on Instagram and Facebook, that there's a post. And all you need to do to uh, enter the drawing is this. If you are not already signed up for my email list, go to my website, NicoleRiley.com. And you probably have to look up Riley because it's with all the letters I know. Um, You just go ahead and uh, there'll be a pop-up when you go to my website and it will ask you for your email address, you just fill it in. If you're already on my email address, you just go to my social media and the post for the winter giveaway and just comment. And so I'll be keeping two lists, everyone who signs up on my email and everybody who signs up by commenting on my post. And it'll be one post um, per person. Now, what was so, so, so great was people shared a lot of this um, when we did the drawing for Advent, for the Advent Wellness Basket. So share with your friends. I'd love to have um, at least 50 people in the drawing. And if I reach 100 new email subscribers in this next month, I'll do two drawings. So yes, this is for clergy. So I know folks listen to this who are um, you know, friends and uh, folks who just are interested in, in some of these topics. And I really appreciate you, but I really want to focus the coaching on uh, clergy. And it you don't have to be active in the local church. You might be working outside the local church, but um, this is a drawing for people who are clergy, whatever denomination. That doesn't matter. Um, and doesn't matter where you live anywhere around the world because we do the coaching on Zoom. So thanks for listening into this bonus episode. I'll be next be back next week with information on uh, the new year and New year's goals. 
Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I invite you to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Nicole Riley Coaching. And find out how to work with me as a clergy coach, life coach, social media manager at NicoleRiley.com. My book is Expanding the Expedition Through Digital Ministry, and it's on Amazon. And today I invite you to make the important choice to embrace a life of wellness. See you next week.